Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue. Faces turn red. And rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Welcome to the Daily DLP. I'm your host, Ash Thompson. And today, I'm going to finish off my assessment of the Detroit Lions at the halfway point of the season. Today, we are going over the defense. Did the offense yesterday? Head back behind me if you want to check that one out. Let's get straight to it. Before the season, we were all hoping that the Lions could get to being an average defense so that the offense that I went over yesterday could carry the team to its first playoff berth since the Jim Caldwell regime led the Lions all the way to the mediocrity of 9-7 and seven multiple times. Well, they've done just a little bit better than that. Like, we were kind of hoping they'd get to that, like, 20 to 15th best defense in the league and they're, they're they're better than that i mean like they're fourth overall in yards allowed but more importantly because of all the bye weeks that teams have or have not taken kind of throwing total numbers right now into a meaninglessness they're 15 yards allowed per game they're 15th in passing yards allowed per game with second in the league in rushing yards allowed per game behind the ridiculous Philadelphia defense's numbers who have played one more game and have fewer yards allowed than the Lions. <laughs> uh, the Lions are 14th in points allowed per game. They're also 14th in yards per play allowed. They're sixth in first downs allowed. And that's a thing that they've been really good at is getting off the field on third down. They have faced the second fewest rushing attempts because they've allowed the six fewest yards per carry, teams have been giving up on the running game fairly early for reasons we'll also get into later. They have the third fewest rushing first downs and second fewest rushing yards overall as well. They're somewhere in that kind of middle 10 to 20 range, basically on all of the counting defensive stats. Uh, their eighth in defensive DVOA, which combined with their fifth offensive ranking and 11th special teams ranking, let's not forget about the FIP mode squad, gets them to number four as a team in overall DVOA. Uh, the Lions have the 15th best graded defense, according to PFF, with the eighth best run defense grade, 16th best tackling, 18th best pass rush, and 16th best coverage grade. Uh the team has some high points on defense like Atlanta, Tampa, and Vegas, and they've had some low points like Seattle or Baltimore. They've had two games where they've allowed under 10 points and two where they've allowed over 30 and four where they were in that kind of middle range of 14 to 24, where it's good enough to win, but it's not winning you the game. In short, the Lions defense has been just a little bit better than we all hoped they would be. Aiden Hutchinson 
leads the team with 46 pressures, but he only has four and a half sacks to show for that. That's because the next leading pass rusher on the team is John Kaminsky, who has 21. So teams basically are able to completely focus their blocking efforts to a level that's actually, like, it's almost funny, the likes that they're going to right now to make Hutch's life difficult. Uh, if it wasn't such a huge problem for the defense, it, w- it would be hilarious. Ali McNeil slimmed down in the offseason and the results have shone through. I mean, he has 20 pressures. That's one behind Kaminsky. And Ali McNeil has four sacks on the year, which is a half sack behind Hutchinson. Another huge problem on this team is that the third place guy in terms of sacks is Alex Anzalone with three. The rest of the defensive line is just kind of not really getting it done. Like Kaminsky's done a great job pushing the pocket. But he only has one sack. Like, he's only finished the job a single time. But before we lose our minds about pass rush and little lights and went on, God chase young. The Lights 21 sacks on the year are tied for 16th in the league with the Dallas Cowboys. And in your head before this second, the Dallas Cowboys had a good pass rush. They've done that with the league's 20th highest blitz rate and half the league having played an extra game on them. They have the ninth most pressures and the sixth highest pressure percentage. One of the few stats we can legitimately criticize for the Lions defense is that they have the eighth most missed tackles in the game, which is a problem across the defensive line and the secondary and some of the linebackers. It's not like one guy just missing a whole bunch of tackles. Um, So while the talking heads have been screaming about how the Lions should have made a move at pass rusher because there were guys available. I mean, I'm among them. I I, I said I would have liked them to add somebody to that group. Uh, Overall, the Lions pass rusher, the Lions pass rush is actually fine. They're not finishing the job as often as you'd love them to. Pressures don't get guys to the Hall of Fame. A pressure does not win the game. It doesn't ice the Super Bowl at the end. <laughs> uh-huh. One more piece would have done a lot to push the pass rush forward, but the narrative that the Lions can't get to the quarterback is just wrong. Like, just straight wrong. Anyone who says that hasn't even looked. They're just repeating something someone else said to them. They're average at finishing the job and above average at creating enough pocket chaos to alter the quarterback's plan. That's where the Lions' defense is as a pass-rushing group at this point. And again, the blitz rate is not excessive. Alex Anzalone is the team's leading tackler, with Derek Barnes and Jack Campbell tied as the third and fourth highest tacklers. Linebackers in the top five, that's what you want. Jerry Jacobs, Kirby Joseph, and Brian Branch are all kind of nipping at the heels of those linebackers, and Tracy Walker is the DB who slotted in at second. Now, Jacobs leads the team in two categories that, if you told me this at the beginning of the season, I would have been very surprised, despite having predicted one of them, because I was joking. (laughs) Uh, He's leading the team in interceptions, which is not what I expected to have happen. They went out and grabbed a whole bunch of ball hawks. And the result is that Jerry leads the team with three picks. He also leads the team in passes defended with five. 
Uh, it might actually surprise you because it did surprise me, and I'm paying a lot closer attention to this than most people. But uh, Jerry's given up 69 fewer yards than Cam Sutton, and just over half as much yards after the catch. And he's been targeted one fewer time on the year. And like, that's not a slam on Sutton. He's having a solid year and has been far away. Brad Holmes, most impactful veteran free agent pickup on the defensive side of the ball during the three off seasons of this regime. But would it surprise you to find out that Jerry also has a better PFF grade than Cam Sutton? I was pretty surprised. I'm not going to lie. Not because I thought Jerry was playing badly, but because I thought Cam deserved a higher grade than the 61.7 he currently has on the year from PFF. I haven't sat down and watched every snap of every team, but I've watched every snap of every Lions game three times. And it's a little bit difficult for me to reconcile what I've seen from Cam Sutton on the field and what PFF has him down at. That is a barely competent starter grade. And bluntly, no, Sutton's been better than that. He's allowed one TD this season. Teams are not targeting Cam Sutton. Kirby Joseph has had some rough nights, but it's given his second season. It's kind of what you expect, I guess, from a guy who came in halfway through the year. So teams didn't really have a lot of tape on him. Now they got some tape on him and they have seen some things. They kind of know what Aaron Glenn wants to do with him. Now, the Lions last week did a really good job of playing against type and kind of rolling guys into spots that had been previously getting thrown at. Hopefully, they continue doing that kind of thing. Leading the rushing defense, Alex Anzalone has 26 run stops, and that's plays where Anzalone has been primarily the responsible person for taking a running back's success rate down a notch. Uh, Second is Brian Branch, despite his missed time. Uh, 17 of his 28 recorded tackles have been run stops. So that's where he, again, stopped a running back from gaining the amount of yardage he needs to gain to be productive towards a first down. That's an area actually where the Lions secondary has excelled for the most part, like Branch Joseph and Tracy Walker all have missed tackle percentages in the single digits. Like they are taking guys down when they get the opportunity to do so based on the scheme. Another thing, the Lions have 35 passes defended at the halfway point this year. In 2022, they had 62 on the whole season. They're tied for 17th in the NFL. That's not bad. That's a little bit of a push forward. Uh, I think they were expecting C.J. Gardner-Johnson to have a bit more of an impact there on that number in the end. Uh, But Brian Branch has missed some time, so instead of him, it's been, you know, Will Harris or whoever playing in the slot. I think that really kind of, they got off to a quick start when they had all of those guys. And as those guys have gone down, it slowed down a little bit. Uh, I talk all the time when discussing offenses about the interception percentage needing to be under 2% for the quarterback to be having a good year. Lions opponents are collectively at 2.5%, which is good enough for 14th in the league. 14th is also where they rank with their seven interceptions on the season. Uh, To be blunt, I can go through a whole bunch more stats, but they're mostly in that 14 to 18 range. That's where the Lions rank in almost everything. Uh, The defense is giving us what we hoped they would. The offense is really damn good. And the defense is really damn good at stopping the run. 
then they're good enough against the pass to stop teams from clawing their way back into the second half of games. Overall, the Lions are a team built to get a lead and to keep it. That's what they do most of the time, hence the 6-2 record. Amazing performances from Josh Dobbs aside, the Lions are in the driver's seat for the division this year, and that is all we could have hoped because on paper, they have gone through the hard part of the season. And that's because of their great offense and their above-average defense. It's all going according to plan. See you all tomorrow. When I go around the division. Let's bring it here together. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Lions. You've had enough of that shit.